Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 98, and I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says unstoppable freedom is following your passion without limits. And joining me on today's show is Kerry Ann Nelson. In 2014, Kerry Ann arrived home to find her husband had passed away unexpectedly in their home. And the very next day, Kerry Ann realized that everything boiled down to one question. Do I let my passion die with him? Or do I follow it with everything I have? And since then, she has invested everything into her mission. Kerri-Anne is a business process genius who uses speaking, writing, and events to communicate her defining commitment. And she helps people to find and follow their passion. Now on today's show, Kerri-Anne is going to share identity is profoundly more than the things that we do, the roles we play, and even what we think. When she lost her husband in 2014, she faced the deepest, most gut gutting loss that she had ever experienced in her life and yet her sense of purpose and vision gave her a supernatural confidence that uh, spoke out and continues to speak out every single day and she says I have everything I need and she still says that daily and everything that she's experienced with her choices her temperament people and circumstances has brought her to the point of overwhelming abundance and opportunity but also only by defining and maintaining her boundaries that she's going to be able to step forward. And so much more. Welcome to the show, Kerry Ann. Good morning, Anne Marie. That is such an amazing how you put that together was really, really nice. And I'm sitting here inspired by my own story. <laughs> I've got tears listening back to that. Look, That's every amazing. oh look, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and sharing your journey. I mean, I've heard you share uh, the experience that you had and every time I, I hear it or now just reading it, to be in that situation uh, and to find someone that you just love and, and thinking that, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him to find him. Um, and so, and, and for people who have not met you yet, when they hear you speak and, and just see your energy, you would never know that that has happened to you because, yeah, so that unstoppable uh, purpose and that supernatural confidence really shines from the inside out. So I'm so honoured for you to, to share your story. Take us back to that and let's Let's um, share because I'm sure that someone's listening or watching today or maybe even the recording that is either in the midst of something that this, you know, traumatic or maybe has experienced something yet really struggling to, to move forward. So, Kerry ann the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, I don't know where to start. Um, 
that day was truly the, the uh, such a pivotal moment of my life. Certainly, from that day, uh, everything has just been this um this constant evolving rebuild. Yes. Uh, but it's not rebuilding from scratch. It's rebuilding from the things that I brought to that moment and mm. and can carry through forward from. So there's in one way there's a sense of a new start, and yet it, it, a new start can only be built by that continuity that uh, I take what I already knew into the next part. Yeah. So, and that was a horrible, horrible day, though. I, we had uh, Alec had not been well. Uh, he'd been uh, struggling massively. We had a small business mm. uh, at that time, and um, and it was a it was a small big business. You know, we had four people in our team, um, and we were turning over uh, just over a million dollars in turnover mm. uh, at, by selling vacuum cleaner spare parts online. So um, it's it's hardly a a sexy industry to be in, and yet mm. it worked really well online. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it was great. We had stacks of cash flow, but some business decisions that we'd made earlier, uh, years ago, about a decade ago, meant that our our cash flow simply wasn't enough, and we weren't keeping up with our expenses, and mm. that created immense stress for Alec, and he hadn't been well. Um, he was uh, depressed. He was hugely anxious. Mm. And uh, and over the course of, I was married to him for 12 years. And over that entire time, he progressively was putting on more weight and becoming more stressed and just more miserable and mm. you know, really broken on the inside. And yeah, he ended up having a heart attack on that day uh, that yeah, no one, no one could have picked it. That, you know, the, I guess the indicators were there, but he was overweight, but not massively mm. so you know people mm-hmm. didn't stop him in the street or look funny you know that he was you know really big so he, it wasn't so and he was always such a, a happy warm guy so yeah. um he was so caring that you would never pick that on the inside he was actually really carrying around a whole bunch of stress that yeah eventually was just too much for him mm. so yeah, it was a shocking, shocking thing to find him at home like that. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that you said is that, you know, you, you reached inside things that you already had um, really, I guess, followed. And I remember you were saying one time in a presentation around faith. And for me, in situations where, you know, I've lost a child at birth, he was only, he was born and then he died, you know, several minutes later. And it's in those instances that really our own strength is not enough to get us through. We've got to pull from something far deeper inside. And so I love the way that you've said identity is profoundly more than who we are, what we do, the roles we play. And I think in situations where we are faced with challenges that are just beyond our understanding and so you know sorrowful there is a strength that that we lean on so speak to me a bit more in the the guests and the the audience identity is profoundly more what does that mean for you and how did that get you through yes um i've got two children Um, my son's 23 and my daughter is 20 and, uh, and so raising them, they ask the sorts of wonderful questions that you get to answer with, mm. the, with the, the deep, real truths, you know, the yes. stuff that they can hang on to and that, and that defines their belief system and, and helps to build those structures for them to lean on. And one of the things that uh, I used to say to them really talks to exactly what you're asking me about. Mm. I used to say that before they were born, that they were with God and that they were God's child that I just got to raise. Mm. And, uh, and then, of course, that when, when they die at the end of their life, they'll go back with God and they mm. were always made to be with him first and, um, and in that connection with him first. So, so, yeah, when these sorts of things happen, and not everyone is going to have a horrible thing like losing a child or mm. losing a husband, but 
something bad will happen for all of us. You know, these things, they, they do. Mm. Life brings devastating moments. But that I know that before I was born, God made me and he conceived me and he imagined me with my crazy ambitious outlook and my sense of humour and um, this thick hair. And, you know, he, he made me just like this mm. and he made my kids just the way they are. And and uh, to know that that's really who I am and, and it allows me to frame up my circumstances in a way that says, well, this is just a moment and this too shall pass. You know, mm. things always change. The only thing we can guarantee is that nothing's going to stay the same yes. uh, in this life. And so to know that well, who, who I am and, and that, that best version of myself that God made me mm-hmm. is, is true version of me. Yes. And the more that I can unveil that and keep on searching for that and mm. finding myself hidden in him, mm-hmm. that's where I know um, really who I am. And that never goes away and that never changes. It only gets better. And the more... Um, and life brings us these opportunities where, you know, you need to be searching for it. You're looking mm. for something to hold on to. And so in that time, oh, to find those treasures, it is, um, yeah, that's where you find your real source mm. of energy and motivation and passion and the, the will to go on in a way that's defining and, um, and actually can make a difference um, mm. in the rest of the world. It take, that's what leads your mission yes. when you find yourself that way. Yeah, oh, it certainly does. And I think, you know, when you look back to various experiences, and I know for me there was, there was a long time, a long period where I could not even talk about it because it was that raw, it was that painful. But now looking back, I think sometimes these challenging situations are really preparing you for the mission and for the message that you are there to impart to others others to really speak hope and purpose into their lives too do you get the sense absolutely um i I had a a little interaction on social media somewhere anyway there was a little question that says um define your business philosophy in one word Mm. and uh and for me it was an absolute no-brainer it's service Mm. to be able to serve and care for people and provide in whatever capacity that i've been given whether Mm. it be my physical equipment on my, you know, financial resources or the skills or temperament that I have, whatever way to be able to serve and Mm. see someone else's potential come to life, no matter what the circumstance then that, that makes my mission not about me anymore. And so Mm. it it changes the game completely. Yes. What I love about that too, I think, and, and everything that you've said is that so often what we do do is we allow the world's perception of who we are our successes and whatever we have achieved to define who we are. And similarly, if it's from a negative point of view, we let that impact us as well. What would you say to someone who is listening and watching today or even the recording that is at a period in their life or a season in their life where they really have let those moments, those conversations define them, even if they haven't gone through, you know, traumatic experience that you have. But certainly, you know, we we can allow others' opinions of us keep us stuck what would you say to them around this identity to really uplift and inspire them yes we're not defined by our actions we're not Mm. defined by our words we're not defined by our circumstances we're certainly not defined by what other people think Mm. um, of what we say or do their opinions so gosh how could they possibly well enough informed to be able to make that sort of a thing we are only defined by God's grace and how he made us and how he sees us. 
And that is where you can truly be free. Mm. His, his grace is complete. It's absolutely perfect. And what that means is that even when we make mistakes and make wrong choices and I can look back and I know some of the things that I've done that I feel terrible about, that mm. I've, I've really messed up, you know, and, uh, and even in those, I think, but God knew I was going to do them and he mm. still loved me and he still prepared a way for me and his grace still makes me free. And so I think, well, when we define ourselves more and more by how God sees us and who God made us to be, then all of those other things, they, they really, it's, it's almost irrelevant. You know, we do go through our life and so we do have those emotional or psychological responses to our life. Oh, mm. I feel bad. Oh, mm. what do they think of me? Oh, what if I fail? Oh, I just did fail. You know, sometimes that, that's yeah. the reality. But, but all of that, if it's held in this, is this suspended space of, yes, that's me being human, that's me being flawed and being subjective and being emotional and having my, my moment. And, mm. and God loves us in that too. And he made us this way. Mm. So that it's actually okay as long as we don't get stuck there. Yes. And as long as we don't have that as being our defining thing that, oh, I messed that thing up. So now I define myself as a failure. Well, mm. we'll know that that was a moment in time. And and that's that's why God gave us Christ. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus is that we have that pathway out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's freedom when we define ourselves how He sees us. Yes, I love that, mm-hmm. and I think that really underpins what you said uh, and what we mentioned in the introduction around that supernatural confidence. Because when we rely on what's going on around us and and, and uh, you know what people are speaking into our lives, and let's face it, sometimes it's not helpful. But when we're really focused on who He says we are and how much He loves us. There's this supernatural confidence, as you say, that just takes you through no matter what situation, even the joyous situations. So how would you define that supernatural confidence? And the reason why I ask you to share that is because there are so many people who are looking for that externally, for things at the world, but they'll never find it in the world. It's only through him. How would you define supernatural confidence? Oh, my goodness. Um, I really do think it's it's knowing that who who you are. So I'm going to frame this up in the first person because this is the self talk that I I say, mm. you know. Uh, and so if we can all adopt this sort of self talk, we start to uh, what I say. We write a new script, mm. and we're writing new script based on what what he says about us. Yes. You know, so I am defined the way that God made me into the person that God made me to be. And I can be confident that I have everything that I need always because he is always providing that no matter what the outlook, what the situation or the circumstance, I literally can say I have everything that I need today to follow my passion, to follow my mission. And he has put a unique purpose in my life that only I can fulfill and only I can pursue Mm -hmm. in him. And no one can do what he's set out for me to do and no one else can be the person that he's created me to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the confidence comes from, yeah, it's, it's framing it up that it's him first and, and what he says about me is the ultimate and that can define my actions, my words, my thoughts. And for me, I'm such a doer. Uh, and so for me, it really is um, about now I've got this mission that I know, well, well, I can't, I can't let those thoughts or fears or doubts or other people's opinions or that lack of confidence and 
those I feel those things absolutely I feel those things mm. but that's not the final word and I've got this mission to, to fulfill as we all do he's mm-hmm. created a perfect purpose it's unique just for us for all of us and so it's sort of like well I can't not keep going with that I can't let those relatively in the grand scheme of things mm. my goodness the maker of heaven and earth gave me a mission and and yet I'm put off by something that someone said yes. or or a circumstance. Hang on, there's that's a bit out of whack. When you think of it like that, it's like, oh well, okay, I can keep going and I can actually be absolutely certain mm. that that this mission that I'm on, you know, faith is being sure of what we're hoped for and certain of what we don't see. Mm. I don't need to see it. I need to know in here yeah. that he made me for this. And so I can keep going. Yeah, beautiful. Just so beautiful. What I love about that too is that, um, you know, in situations where we do try our best and our hardest, we work really hard and circumstances and situations just don't turn out uh, the way that we really hoped and wanted it to, it really helps us that supernatural confidence get back up and go, you know what? Well, just got to submit it to prayer. Maybe there was a bit of decision that I could have made or maybe that opportunity was just not the best way. Have you found that that really helps you even in times of uh, you know difficulties in your business and how you run it because so many entrepreneurs we have challenges and problems and issues every day too yes oh if that is completely true absolutely I am um, I look at my circumstances and I think all right where's the learning opportunity what am I meant mm. to learn here when I'm advertising a workshop and I'm expecting oh, I'd love to get 15 or 20 people yeah. and I get three mm. I'm thinking oh okay this is awful. <laughs> this has not even covered my costs. Um, mm. So now what? what? What can I learn? And and it really is knowing the voice of the spirit and mm. being able to yield into that. And, uh, and so because there are some things you need to hold on to, what if that workshop was meant to continue and you're meant to learn a new round of resilience, you're meant mm. to learn some marketing skills, you're meant to expand your circle, go into partnership with someone. There's a million possibilities of how that thing could keep going mm-hmm. if that's the pathway you're meant to take. Yes. So, you know, the sheep uh, the sheep hear the shepherd's voice. Mm. We, we need to know what he sounds like. Um, and then that can define. But then, of course, conversely, in the workshop little, you know, story that I'm using here as an illustration, mm. what if I'm not meant to continue? And this very thing happened with me last year. Mm. Uh, I have three people show up to this workshop and it was my Unstoppable Freedom workshop and I was so passionate about it. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I, I think I'm on the wrong train here. I think I, I need to do something that's a little bit more um, productive, yes. a little bit more practical, mm-hmm. a little bit more pragmatic. I've got, I've got real, um, uh, you know, uh, tangible sort of skills. And that workshop was more around mindset and more around personal development. And uh, and the three at that workshop for me um, meant that I wasn't meant to continue with that. Now yeah. I've run other workshops and had you know low numbers as well, and it doesn't mean I wasn't meant to continue. Yes. So it's hearing his voice and mm. and knowing. I'm at a crossroads. Where's the learning moment? What's God saying about this? Mm-hmm. And how can I be obedient? Well, you can only be obedient if you know what, what it is you're meant to be yes. doing. Yeah. So yeah. getting better at 
hearing his voice there. Great insights there, you know, and I, I can certainly uh, recall situations like that. And I, I'm actually seeing it play out now because, you know, finding guests on a daily basis takes a lot of time to, to go out and seek people. And I thought if I could just get it set up so that people come to me, that would at least get a whole lot of time off my um, off yeah. my plate. But no, that's not yet to be. So I, over the last, you know, week or so, have been connecting with people on Instagram. Wow, my, I, I can see there, there's aspects of that that are just increasing the engagement and everything. I thought, ah, okay. Because sometimes, yeah, um, we want to go a certain way. But as you say, when we keep connected and just really mindful about what's going on, we can often see the signs that are there. It's just that we have to be open to, to realizing that for sure. So you say also too, everything that you've experienced with your choices, your temperament, people and circumstances has brought you to the point of overwhelming abundance and opportunity, but only by defining and maintaining your boundaries are you going to be able to step forward. There's a lot of talk about abundance and prosperity and opportunity, but when we add God to the mixture, when we add, as you said, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, that takes the level of abundance and opportunity to out of this world, like unexpected. Share more about that and how that's played out for you. Do you know, I think that there's a little bit of a lesson there about what abundance looks like mm. because a lot of people think that abundance looks like um, maybe in the world it's yes. defined by lots of money, uh, lots of stuff, lots of glamour and celebrity and a big following in social media and, you know, it, and it's sort of like um, abundance is defined by lifestyles of the rich and famous to, to show my age a little bit there um but um that's not what abundance actually is i think mm. and and coming into christ like i said we already have everything that we need so that the ultimate abundance is to have our life showered in blessing and grace mm. every single day regardless of our bank balance or mm -hmm. the home we live in or this even you know the state of our marriage or where our children are at that time there are so many things that we say and I think we're kind of ripping God off a little bit. You know, we say, oh, I'm so blessed when a good thing happens. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's true. We are blessed. But we're equally blessed when something that's more challenging is going on. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm surrounded by abundance because I'm a daughter of the Most High God. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's, that is profoundly changing of how you can see the world and your outlook. Mm. So. Absolutely. Um, I, I just think I've got abundance everywhere all the time yes. because he, he made it that way. He, yeah. he, he is abundance. Mm -hmm. um, but then to look at that in a more of a tangible sense, um, I, I can't believe the opportunity that I am surrounded with right now. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it's been actually a little bit overwhelming this last six months um, when I made that decision to walk away from the Unstoppable Freedom School mm -hmm. and I cried a lot of tears and I'm like, no, I know I need to let this go. It's not the right pathway. And so redefine my brand message, try to figure out where's my niche, where's my mm -hmm. market and, uh, and what, how am I going to package up what I'm offering? And that took a little while. So there's some really practical, you know, roll mm -hmm. up your sleeves and get down to business sort of work that I've done there to, in obedience, the Unstoppable Freedom School isn't working. I need to do something more with these business building skills that I have. Yes. What does that look like for me? So redefine and, uh, and work that out. And I'll tell you what, as I have started to apply this, um, this new angle, I guess, this mm -hmm. new approach to what I'm doing with my business, I'm still teaching people how to be unstoppably free. Mm. I'm still giving people the skills and strategies they need to follow their passion. Um, it just now looks a lot more pointier 
and and benefit small business owners. So it it's not I didn't sell out at all. It's the no. opposite. As as I narrowed my focus and uh, and started to say no to a, a broader market, mm-hmm. um, it came down into more of a, a niche, a pointier market. Yes, that boundary yes. has created more yeses more people are resonating with my message now yeah and more people are finding value in my skills now because i'm defining them more clearly so that's great but then that had this this it's having a flow-on effect of um there are a lot of people who actually want to have a cup of kerry Mm. (laughs) and there's a lot of people who want to send me a message and ask me a question and have me speak at their event or you know on their podcast and i love that i'm like what that means is that I, I am genuinely helping. Mm. I'm genuinely, I've got a message that's, that's genuinely empowering people yes. to follow their passion, which is fabulous. But I'm now needing to start to be clever with my time mm. and, uh, and be a little bit more shrewd with the way that I'm managing my resources. And I, I've still only got 24 hours in a day. I, I, I've, you know, there's a, a certain bandwidth that I can't expand in my own human capacity Mm. so i'm needing to find ways of um managing my time better managing my schedule managing my focus and uh so that i'm prioritizing building this mission Mm. and rolling out resources and and continuing to be of service but in a way that's sustainable and is going to offer the most amount of help um uh, for uh, without burning out you know without exhausting myself so that's what i mean by yeah, being careful with those boundaries and that's going to be how I move forward. Yeah, I love the way that you've defined that for because for me, abundance means peace, it means comfort. For me, sitting on the side of a riverbank with no one else around, and I know that you would probably like this to no other human beings around, just sitting there with the people that are the closest to you, reading a book, um, blue skies, being out of nature, even if it's raining and everything in, in between, I think that we can then tackle or manage or just be who we are meant to be no matter what situation no matter what circumstance and often and it says in the bible we are to really be thankful for those opportunities that challenge us because what we don't realize it's shaping the character that god is shaping us to become so that we can then step forward purposefully and more powerfully into the next season um, of our life whatever that is along you know the journey of our calling and our mission and yes. I think then when you look at abundance and, and uh, you know, all the gifts and blessings and opportunity that he gives us that way for peace. I mean, how many times we, you read or turn on the news, things are happening. You don't have that inner sense and peace that, you know what, whatever happens, it will be all right because my father loves me and I know that it will be okay. Then that allows you to, no matter what happens, have that inner confidence. And I think that's what you said so beautifully, yes? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Um, I really believe that um, gratitude is the currency of our capacity. Yes. The more that we can be thankful and and say yes, you know, mm. say yes to him uh, and acknowledge, yes, I'm blessed. Yes, yes, I'm covered by your grace. Yes, I have peace and comfort and security because mm. that's in you. Mm. And the more we can say yes to the, you know, it, I'm remembering this um, uh, yes and amen song that we used to sing in church umpteen years ago and it really is like that Mm. it is yes I've got everything that I need and I I am overflowing and I can be thankful and even on your worst day um, you can be thankful and not only a lot of people in the world Mm. will say there's always something to be thankful for something to be grateful for and that's Mm. true you know you can look around and find a 
uh, tangible, materialistic sort of thing to be thankful. Absolutely. There's always someone in a worse position than you. Mm -hmm. But the ultimate gratitude is that we're saved in the first place Mm -hmm. and that we're covered by him and Mm -hmm. that we're held by him no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, When I lost Alec, there was it really was a gutting feeling, um, you know, when you're married, you're joined. Mm. And so to have, it, it literally felt like, if I can make it a physicality, it felt like a hole in my in my stomach, mm. you know, right there in my belly. It just felt like there's this emptiness. But I didn't feel alone. I mm. absolutely didn't feel alone. Um, I felt so sad and the loss was gutting but I I did not feel alone mm-hmm. um yeah wow there's something to be grateful for yes. yeah and, that, and I honestly believe that's allowed me to move forward in the way that I have and um and relatively quickly I look back over the last four years and I think oh my goodness look at how far I've come in four years mm. and I honestly think that there's you know you really can get somewhere you know on the inside and in your circumstance on the outside yes. If um if you know you're holding God and you can you can tap down into that. Oh, absolutely. And you know, for people that may be listening today that um don't yet know Christ, I think what you're talking about there, as we know, as saved um people and and His children. I mean, we are daughters of the King, are the Creator of the universe. We are blessed, of course, with the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of God lives within us, and that is the strength that is there for us, that untapped, um, as you said, confidence, knowing that uh, no matter the circumstances or challenge, we are never alone and it certainly, he supports us. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I'd love you to give uh, or give you an opportunity just to share with people how you can support them because I know you've got awesome support and services that you can help other Christian entrepreneurs in building their business and streamlining. That's really a gift uh, that you've been blessed with. Share more about that, if you will, and then how people can get in contact with you. Yeah, for sure. I tailor make business systems for rising business builders. So whatever you need to grow, uh, it really can become quite a mechanical system uh, to to grow. Uh, There's a way that you can develop your processes that can be standardised and streamlined that gives you more flow in your work and makes more time out of your time, which will make more money out of the money you've currently got. Uh, And so I love helping people with that. I've got a few programs that I am helping people with one-on-one at the moment across uh, email management, social media management, event management, uh, training your staff and particularly VAs. I'm a big fan of having a VA. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I love doing that one-on-one. But I do speak at events as well uh, and uh, lo- would love to come to your event and share and uh, and give some really great practical strategies on how you can start to systemise your business and turn your little thing into a big thing. Mm. You know, I think uh, I-, I do believe that we're all we're all made for abundant success. Yes. And, uh, and if we've got a business gift, what better way to, uh, to give it than to roll it out, you know, more and faster, uh, but still giving that TLC and still doing that in a way that's sustainable. So, yeah, that's what I help people with and that's what I speak about. Uh, I run my own events here at the venue that I run too. I open up the venue because I knew that I was meant to be doing events. So mm-hmm. I open up the venue. So we've got a little space here that people run their workshops and networking events here too. And that's called Our Place Melbourne. So, but you know what? The best way to contact me is uh, is on Facebook. I'm, yes. I'm always there. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you message me, I'll say hi and, and you know, we can take it from there. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you so very much for coming on the show, Kerry. And one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests at the end of the show to finish it up is just to say a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? 
Yay, I would love that. Okay, thank you. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to hear Carrie Ann share her story, her testimony. Lord, uh, we just want to thank you for upholding her in your grace filled hands when she lost her husband, Father, and that she never felt alone. Father God, we just want to pray for people who are listening or watching today who may be going through the same grief and, and situation of a loss of a partner, of a child. Father, it can be so difficult to go through these moments and, and terrifying situations if we are alone. So we just pray that the Holy Spirit will work in, in their hearts and um, really allow them to find you. You are the hope, the comfort in this world. Father, we just want to uphold Kerry Ann's business, her programs, her clients, up to you that you will continue to bless her abundantly, show her favor as she continues to really help Christian entrepreneur businesses and, and clients as well in creating systems and structures so that they can really build uh, momentum building businesses and go and impact the world with their mission and their message. Father, we just want to thank you. You are an awesome father who loves us, who is always there with us no matter what situation is going on for us. And we love you and we just pray this in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Kerry. It's been an absolute honor and pleasure and uh, look forward to sharing this message with the world. Thank you, Anne-Marie. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Uh, yeah, I'm really grateful for the opportunity. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.